Welcome to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Dane here. This is his fourth time joining us on Anxiety Slayer, which is super awesome. Dane is the co-founder of Access Consciousness. Dane has been such a big part of my life over the last four years, as has Access. So it's a thrill for me to bring you back on, Dane. Thank you so much for saying yes and coming back on Anxiety Slayer. Oh, Shan, I will always say yes to you. You say that um, that we are fully capable of this journey and that consciousness will never give us anything we can't handle. Can yep. we start there? Because a lot of our listeners would uh, beg to disagree, feeling oh, I pretty stressed and pretty anxious. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely understand. I was there. You know, 23 years ago, you know, go back and listen to any of the old shows. 23 years ago, I was at a place where I was out of here. And yet, for me, I had to get there to get here. And the difficulty is we're not often willing to know the future that our past is setting up if we choose. The other difficulty is we have something we've discovered recently called presumptive realities, which is where we presume what is based on what we're seeing and the limited perspective we're allowed to have of it. And I say allowed to have because we are the only ones who are allowing ourselves to have it, primarily because everybody else, those were the only perspectives they would have or allow anybody else to have. And we called them parents or friends or abusers or whomever. And so we presume that what we're going through is a wrongness. We presume that we're wrong. And that's one of the biggest presumptive realities we all function from. And it's interesting that you have to walk the path. In other words, you have to be present with whatever's showing up and take the step that you can take in this moment, in this 10 seconds. That's the only step you can take. And a lot of us want to be beyond what we're currently experiencing. And once again, I understand that also. But when do we give ourselves the freedom to have the experience without knowing that we're wrong and then recognize that it may not be the experience we'd like to be having? So now what does it take to change it? And for me, the one thing on this planet that I have found that changes it quicker than anything else gets you out of the pain, but starts to allow you to recognize the space of your being in the space of possibilities is these tools from access consciousness. And it's an interesting thing to have done so many things that did not give me the tools for the trenches of life. And then to stumble across this 23 years ago where I was going to end my life and in an hour and 15 minutes go from being depressed and suicidal to having a space of gratitude for being alive that I always knew should exist that I hadn't experienced. It's an interesting thing for me also to have this knowing about how dynamic this toolbox is and to also recognize that there will be many people that will you know, stick their little toe in because unfortunately the story of people's lives is often more valuable to them than creating and living their lives. And presumptive realities go so deep. So deep. The clearings that I've been doing on presumptive realities alone and 
really being able to see where they're coming in to clear them and to let them go for the first time in, in my life and to be like, oh my gosh, I don't have to drag that story around anymore. As a that. matter of fact, it wasn't really mine to begin with. I just bought into it. And then I would start to notice all of the places that I make presumptions about things. And it was getting really obnoxious, like <laughs> much more insidious than I ever knew, frankly. Yes. Well, that's actually when you know you're getting somewhere, when your choice for how you're showing up or your choice for doing the same thing again is getting obnoxious to you. Because then it's like, okay, now that sounds, you know, in the rest of the world, that would sound like you're in judgment of you. But that's actually when you're getting out of believing you are this thing. Yeah. And now you're able to see that you're choosing it. And that's when things really get exciting. Because when you're like, you know what, enough of me being obnoxious to myself. And this is obnoxious that I keep choosing this. What else is possible? And this idea of presumptive realities, there, there are several things that we found recently and probably beyond the scope of what we can go into. I mean, we've made entire days of class out of these sure. conversations. So there are certain elements of it that it, it, basically what we found is, is the merry-go-round that you keep jumping back on. Even when you think you're off and free and able to go live your life, it's like, nope, climb back on the merry-go-round, you know, climb back on the carousel. And then you go around again and again and again. And that's the way this reality, this world we live in was designed, but we don't we don't have to buy into it. So with presumptive realities, we presume what is about everything and everyone. And because you have so much power, because your point of view creates your reality, that's what you see show up. And yeah. it seems as though you have no choice, but no, it's only because you're presuming that this is what's real and true. And this is the way things will show up that they keep showing up that way. Right. And it's, I mean, talk about a vicious circle and a vicious cycle that we're doing to ourselves. Yeah. And this is the thing we've got to get is we have the power. And we, one of the ways in which we use our power is to limit ourselves from having our power. Before we got together today, I had lunch with somebody who I've known for a very, very long time and who I care for deeply, but is one of the only people on the planet that I would, so you know how you, how you have a dominant dog and, a, and another dog that's submissive and that the submissive one will lay on its back and show you its mm -hmm. belly like I'm safe, right? Mm -hmm. Well, for years... I pretended to be the submissive doggy because it was safer in the relationship, even though I'm more potent mm -hmm. than, okay. So today I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to be the submissive <laughs> puppy this time, right? I'm going to show up in, in full shanness and be who I am and just see what happens. And we had such a wonderful visit. And there was no need for me to play into whatever that presumptive reality was, to position this person to feel greater than thou, or me to feel less than them, or whatever my friggin' issue was, right? It was just, wow. no, you're getting me. You're getting all of me. And if it's too much, too bad. Wow. It was cool. That is beautiful. 
Well, so what I was looking at was being the Anxiety Slayer podcast, energetically, see, um, for me, when people talk, I perceive energy. And that's, and there's no way to put that into words. We all do, actually, whether we know it or not. But when you're talking about exactly this situation with this person, and I'm so happy for you to have this particular experience today, but you chose it. You know, you chose, hey, even if she hates me, even if I die, even if I explode, even if she explodes, even if we all explode, even if the restaurant explodes, even if the earth implodes, I'm being me. That's it. And it sounds like a conclusion, but it's not. It's more of a choice that's a malleable choice in the moment. But one of the elements that I see that creates anxiety is when you are the size of the universe and you have to presumptive reality, you have to compress that because the presumptive reality is if you show up as everything you are, people are going to burn up or they're going to abuse you again, or they're going to hate you or whatever it is. That's our, our justification, which is where the presumptive realities are part of what comes in there. But that is one of the greatest sources of anxiety is potent people trying to compress their dragon into a chihuahua suit. But nobody is talking from this place right. that I know of other than access. And I truly don't mean to make this an access commercial because I don't have that point of view. It's like, I think we're drawn to whatever will contribute to us the most at the time. But I'm also desiring to, to let people know that there's something different out there yeah. that sees you and sees that the anxiety you're experiencing, the stress, the depression, the suicidal thoughts, which I've had all of, are a result of you trying to suppress a potency and a capacity that you as a being already are. There's there's no unlocking necessary. The unlocking is in you making the choice to be it, even if it's not comfortable for others or comfortable for you. And But what you realize in making that choice is, wow, Look at how beautiful this interaction was. And then from there, you realize, okay, so a huge amount of our anxiety is where we're pretending to be less than we are. And also, if you have anxiety, do you see yourself as a potent, powerful person? Or can you pretend that you're the submissive dog that whose job it is to lie on your back? But then what does that create? You know you're potent. You don't believe you have the freedom to. You have to now pretend that you're not. How much anxiety does that create? Yeah. So you have the the choice to do that, to pretend that, and then you have the compounding factor of knowing that you're not that, and then having anxiety that you're pretending that you are that, yep. and then having the anxiety that you don't have a way out of this vicious circle and cycle. Right. And what it really boils down to is you're way more potent than anybody's ever given you credit for. Right. And so many of us, are and maybe growing up maybe we learned that we were too much maybe we were my the nickname for me from a couple of my teachers when i was really young was motor mouth yeah uh, was you know go stand in the corner and stare at the wall because you you're too vibrant you too much going on that kind of thing too much right yeah well too bad yeah. i am too much whatever that now i can say that to you now and um and so through access and through the work with Anxiety Slayer, I'll see so many of our listeners or people in our private groups will come forward and they'll be suffering in this, in this loop. And I'll, and I'll see it with access with you as well. I'll see you address it 
you'll have something that will come up again and again and again. And you're, and you're just like, please do the work, practice, make choices, practice. It's okay. If you even just take a baby step, make a choice. And that's why I love how you say, make a choice every 10 seconds. I remember hearing that for the first time years ago and thinking, what was he talking about? And now I'm like, oh, in 10 seconds, I can completely change my mind. In 10 seconds, I can be, I can go from being completely sad or low or heavy to, oh, wait a minute. I don't want that. Shake that off. Lightness. Yeah. Lightness of being. I can choose this. I can choose this. I can keep choosing. Now, from the outside looking in, I might look like a friggin' nut job insane person (laughs) moving through it. And again, I don't care. That's the thing. When you truly don't care, there's no charge on it. Think about me what you will. You know, we have this tool and access interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And it's functioning from what we call allowance, which is where you truly are not resisting somebody's judgment because you realize judgment is not relevant. Why would I bother putting energy? It's like, why would a dragon bother with addressing a yapping chihuahua? And we live in a world in which judgment is given so much credence as though it's more powerful than us. So that's one thing. But also what is speaking very loudly is, as we're having this conversation is how dynamically those with anxiety can use it to prove that they're not as powerful as they know they are. And also, it's socially acceptable. And when you have anxiety, here's the interesting part. If you turn that 180 degrees and then turn it again and then turn it again and turn it again, a different angle each time, you realize what's actually under there, what's actually, what's masquerading as anxiety. Usually, it's a bunch of potency and or a bunch of awareness of people's worlds. But we use it to put ourselves into a small box that is acceptable to others. See, I'm not that powerful. I'm very anxious. I'm not that powerful. I have many issues. I'm not that powerful. I don't like myself very much. And at a certain point, when when do we get to go, you know what? Enough. Enough of me doing this to me. Yeah. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it takes, I am done doing this to me. And and that is not, that's not one choice that will last forever. No. That is one demand that you make of you. And then you're going to, you know, wake up in a few days and, you know, you'll have a sense of your potency, which is actually you. And then the stuff of the world seems like it caves in. But for that, we have access consciousness tools. And that's what it does. It's like the universe wants to cave in, use a tool. Like, who does this belong to? Or puck and pod that shit. Or interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Or who am I trying to heal? Who am I trying to save by doing this? Because when you're committed to being a savior for people, you have to come down to their level to save them. And you can't be anything that they might judge. Otherwise, they'll reject you as their savior. While we're at it, all of you who have the demand and desire to be the saviors of mankind, and you're using your pathetic to do it, you're using your pretense that you're pathetic to do it, you're using your anxiety so you're not too much, so you can still save them, and all of your presumptive realities that if you don't do that, nobody will love you and everybody will leave you, (sighs) which is just a presumptive reality, it's not true. Will you destroy and uncreate it all, please? 
Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, povads, and beyonds. If you want to know where to find that gobbledygook and use it, you can go to theclearingstatement.com. It's there. It's free. Um, We would just like you to have access to it because it's kind of like, you know, some people do cancel clear, but they know it's not working, but at least they're trying something. This actually cancels and clears. It does. It changes so much. And and I've noticed where, where it helps me out and where I think it will help many of our listeners is I tend to be one of those people who I scan, 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 looking for what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. Oh, there it is. It's a pain in my body or it's right. a whatever it is, right? Because right. of perhaps presumptive reality, perhaps needs of reactive realities, whatever it is. And then I can pock and pot it. I can catch myself and go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Right now in this moment, you feel fantastic. Why do you want to shit all over that? What, yeah. what, what is that all about? Why are we looking for something to be a drag, to pull us down, to make us smaller, whatever? So pock and pod that stuff. Absolutely yeah. use the, the clearing statement and, and learn it and, and reach out to me in our private group if you want to know more about access one-on-one because it's changed my life and continues to. And it's just amazing what you can open. It's like so, talk about Pandora's box, my God. And and that's the thing, you know, is, is there's such a depth and a breadth to what we are as beings. And we use that continuous search for what's wrong to never believe we have access to it. And, you know, like you said, I, I was the same way. It's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's, oh, there it is. I found what's wrong because there must be something wrong. But that's a res- so much of what we have right now was a result of what we grew up with. And, and it's, it seems like it's embedded in our DNA. You know, it's like it's this energetic soup we were swimming in. And so now it's like we continuously search for whatever that was, but also with the idea that somewhere we're going to find the perfect awareness, the perfect formula at the perfect time in the perfect moment on a perfect day while the sun is shining in just the right angle in the sky and all the planets are exactly where they need to be. And we're oh. going to set ourselves free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't quite work that way. You get freer and freer day by day, by day, by day, by moment, by moment, by moment to such a degree that you look back who you were 12 months ago, you're like, wow, I can't believe I ever was that person. I truly don't care if anybody does access or not, but what if you made it one of your targets to just become a little bit more you and a little bit greater every single day, have a little more lightness each day, a little more fun, a little more ease, a little more joy. What if that's one of the things that you could ask for somewhat comfortably and and head in that direction because if you look at it that's really the trajectory we we tend to want to be like oh, okay i need to change everything now so i can be go from depressed and suicidal to happy i've had an experience of that actually um by and large there are far fewer of those than an incremental change to a little less judgment of me little more willingness to be me little more happiness, but you build that up. Even if you just do that, if you just think of that for a moment, get the sense of that. If you getting a little lighter tomorrow than you were today and that it stays yeah, and then grows the next day and the next, like just 
just look at that, get the sense of what that would be like if you just did that every day for 30 days. Yeah. I mean, you don't recognize you after a month. You're like, whoa, things are so different. People will say to you, like your husband is like, who are you? You're like, I don't know. Well, keep being whoever that is because it's way more fun to be around, you know? Well, and I'm glad that you brought up the, the fun part too, because at some point or another, I decided that being serious was mm. where I where I needed to be, right? Mm. And so I have this I have this oracle card. I don't know if you can see it or not, but it's queen of mischievous because there's no question I'm a queen, but of mischievous <laughs> play instead of the serious one, right? Trying to oh, yeah. do everything right and get everything a certain way and blah. And then while doing that, scanning for all the shit that's wrong with you. And then blah, and then let's make yourself feel small. I mean, my God, it's exhausting, right? So one of the things that you taught me a long time ago was what's right about this I'm not getting? Mm-hmm. What's right about this? I'm So no, no matter where you're at, you can at least stop and go there. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Because chances are it will reveal itself. It might not immediately. Yeah. But it will. And man, we all have so much stuff going on and and access can just help you clear it by degrees. And like Dane said, if you don't want to do it, then just focus on improving your quality of life. Does this feel light for me? Does this feel heavy for me? There's a big difference in in lightness of being and that and that heaviness. And full disclosure. Took me two years to be able to to tell. Yeah. I get that. I don't. And it does. But it's okay because I'm starting to see it now. But for a while I was like, I don't know. I don't I yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's yeah. that? Yeah. Well, and that's a fundamental awareness. You know, the tool is what's true for you makes you lighter, or the awareness is what's true for you makes you lighter, and a lie makes you heavier. And it's so interesting that most of us are like, I have no idea, you know, when you start. But that's another one of those things. If you look at that, it's like, how much must we have embraced what is not true about us if we have such a difficult time knowing what is? And okay, cool. But welcome to this reality. That's basically its job. I don't know why. I don't know how. But Actually, I do know why and I do know how, but it's not worth talking about. But it's just what is here. And as you start to get, you start to realize you're not helping anybody by focusing on what's wrong. You're not helping anybody by staying in the heaviness. You're not saving anybody. You're just diminishing yourself. And in fact, if you're doing anything, you're diminishing the contribution and the gift that you could be for you and everybody in your life. And the thing about the light and heavy is another thing spurred when you just mentioned that. And I want to bring this up because my sense is a huge number of the people who have anxiety are the X-Men, the people with ADD, ADHD, OCD, autism, not clinically diagnosed or even diagnosable, possibly which is the gift of it, actually, because then you can't be put into a box of, you're wrong, take a drug, we'll see you later, bye, be more normal. Right. But a lot of us are so, if I boil it down to one word, which is, well, I guess a few words, highly sensitive and aware. Mm -hmm. And so 
one of the elements of that, when you, one of the, and let me just try to put this in English if I can, there's my ADHD is at an all-time high. So there's a bunch of things jumbled in my head as a backlog trying to enter the train station to get on the train to be said to go out my mouth. But anyway, <laughs> I feel like I'm on platform nine and three quarters right now. But when you said that, the way we found everything that we found in Access, and we have thousands of tools, we have over 8,000 tools and perspectives on different things. But the way we found them is by working with people who have something going on and we're like, hey, what is it? What do we do with it? Can we change it? How do we change it? And one of the things that we found is there are people that function from this, what we call sonar awareness. Like with sonar, you know, the little, the submarine goes, deet, 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 and it bounces off of something and comes back. Or the dolphin is like, where's my food? Beep, 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 beep. Oh, there it is. Okay. And some people, they get their awareness so fast that once they go to think about their awareness, it's already too late. Yeah. And now they're sort of, they're misplacing the, the moment where the energy was there and they already got it, but they're looking for it right now after they're thinking about getting it, but they already got the awareness. And so that was one of the things that came up. And the, I have no idea why I'm talking about this. I've just learned that when I go to say something, if somebody's asking a question, usually there's somebody out there who goes, oh, that's what I needed to hear that nobody else is talking about. So how many of you, like if we talk about this light and heavy thing, or if you get asked any question, including in school, where you get asked the question and you get the answer faster than you can think, but then you try to think the answer, but you can't get the answer that you've already gotten, you can acknowledge it, you already got it. So how many of you is your problem with awareness that you're actually way faster than you've ever been acknowledged for, way faster than you've ever given yourself credit for? way faster than your teachers could understand because they were looking for you to be somewhat normal and way faster than your parents could ever acknowledge. And everything you've done to make you wrong as a result of that and believe that you're slow and unaware because you're actually faster than what people think is awareness, we destroy and uncreate it all, please. Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, povets, and beyonds. Wow. I feel wow. like, I mean, I know you were, you were definitely speaking to me, but you were definitely, there's a lot of our listeners who are going to be like, what? And I do want to say, if you're listening and you kind of space out, or we sound like we're speaking a completely different language, that's totally normal. Come back and listen to the podcast again <laughs> and again, and just know that that's just sometimes a part of it. Yeah. It just, it just is. I know that it is for me. I will go back and watch a class or listen listen to something that we created years ago or that you you created a long time ago and it'll hit me different every single time I listen to it. I'm yes. like, wait a minute. I was there. What's that? What <laughs> what what? You gets it when you gets it, right? That is exactly how it works. And it's kind of like this with so we've talked about presumptive reality, which is where where we literally presume and create the nature of reality itself. And when we do that, see, we're not beings who were born to come to conclusion. We're beings who are born to not come to conclusion, which is why we have such tough time making decisions. Because it's like, well, why do I have to choose just one thing? And why do I have to choose this particular time? And why do I have to make an appointment? And why do I have to figure all this out right now? Can't I get there first? You know. So if we look at this, it's like you're surrounded by this concrete sphere, and you're only able to look through one little hole 
at reality. And that's what you call reality. That's all you can see. Therefore, you consider that that's all reality is. And it would be one thing if we were cognitively aware of this, but we're not. And this is where access works so dynamically, is it works beyond your cognitive mind. It goes to your being. So your cognitive mind doesn't even have to grok it, doesn't even have to really understand it. And in fact, if you're willing to let it work anyway, with these clearing, with the clearing statement and these awarenesses, it actually can work even more dynamically for you. But what happens is, so you're there, you're listening to this conversation. We're talking about you having a level of speed with your awareness that for a lot of you, remember what's true makes you lighter. So you'll get light for a moment. But then what happens is all of your points of view about you that you bought all of your presumptions of the nature of you interacting with reality, you're like, no, that can't be. Because if that were the case, I would have been it from the time I was little. It's like, yeah, you were, but nobody got it. You were, but you were made wrong for it. You were, but you were too much. You were, so you develop strategies so you don't believe you are anymore because it made you too different and too weird to be that weird and different. And that seemed really uncomfortable. So now you personally have developed your own personal strategies to make sure you're not nearly as fast as you know you are. So now you're living this. We're presenting the information mostly because it showed up energetically while Shan was talking. So we're presenting the information, but you're still looking through that one little hole in the concrete sphere. And what this is doing, because you cannot maintain lies indefinitely. You can maintain them for a long time, but you can't maintain lies indefinitely. And what you are as a being will eventually make a demand to be seen and to be lived. And so what happens is we'll have this conversation. What it does, it starts like using a chisel and sometimes a sledgehammer on that concrete wall, that concrete sphere around you. And what happens is without you even doing a thing, without you even realizing what's happening, your being is saying, let me out, please. Yes. Which is probably why you're listening to this conversation, even though your mind can't track it. And so what happens is in those things where you have the strongest concrete and have reinforced it the most, you won't be able to hear what we're saying but your being is like, bring in the friggin' sledgehammer. So if it sounds like Greek translated into Russian by a Japanese person who's never spoken English, <laughs> that's when it's your item. Yeah. And that's when, but your mind does not compute it because your mind's job is to compute everything to keep you in the box that you and it decided would keep you safe. Right. Your beings, your being is like, I've had enough. Yeah. Where's in the, the fun in that? Wellness. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Like living in the box of wrongness and no joy and not actually liking you and pretending you're less than you are around everybody who requires it. It's like, God, that gets exhausting after a while. Yeah. So what's happening is we're busting apart the concrete. And so next time you listen, the hole that you're looking through will be a little larger and you'll be like, Oh, I can see more. I can actually hear more. And next time you listen. And so you listen that time and without you knowing it, it's happening again and again and again and again. And before you know it, you have space rather than this need of staying inside this concrete sphere. And the sphere itself starts breaking apart. And you start going, whoa, I can see, I can live. Oh, my God, how did this happen? I'll tell you how it happened. You chose. (laughs) 
This is your choice. There was a a product that you offer called Waking Up Miraculously. Yeah. It's like a part two of Waking Up With Wings. Yeah. um, I've been listening to it every single day since it came out. And so that's probably part of what my energy is today. But it's so cool, you guys. It's just, it's an audio file that you download, put on your headphones. I've been using it in my garden or in my bed or where, you know, depending on where I'm at, put it on. And Dane walks you through some really cool clearings and awarenesses and energies that are just like this beautiful way to jumpstart your day. And it's, it would be a great place for you to start. I think if, if you're thinking, you know, I want to do, I kind of want to look more into access. I'll make sure that there's a link in the show notes for you so that you can check that out. So this is a free offering and I did post it in our group a couple of weeks ago, and you may have seen it there and went, eh, I don't know. Whatever you do, don't pick it up. Yeah, don't pick it up. Don't get it. <laughs> you don't want it. You don't want to listen to it. And don't um, get it while it's still free. Yeah, either. don't get it while it's still free. Wait and then pay for it. Yeah, better uh, idea. Yeah. Anyway, this is it's like 23 <laughs> minutes long, you guys. And it's just this kick in the ass in the very best way to start your day and and really give you an idea of what access is all about. That'd be a great place to start. I think that's great. That would be wonderful. Yay. Is there anything else before we say goodbye today? Um, Our time went. I know. Boom. Just one other resource. If you go to beingyoubook.com, there's an audio of, it's about a 55 minute audio of me reading Mm. the intro in the first chapter of being you changing the world. And that is another great intro. It's a thing. Once again, you just listen, but you're different afterwards. And And it changes too. That book changes too. (laughs) It's just so weird, you guys. So I've read it twice and I've listened to it twice. (laughs) And anyway, none of this might make sense at at this moment. But if you dig in, you'll be like, what? You're like, what? What? I thought she was lying to me, but (laughs) shit is true. My sister don't lie. <laughs> it's just such, it's such a good way to show yourself this compassion and sweetness. That's what these gifts are. It's a gift. That, and that's that's what we are. And when I say we, I don't mean just you and me. Us. We have a a degree of sweetness, a degree of kindness, and within that is our power. And we have been taught that that is weakness. We've been taught that that is wrongness. We've been taught it is the opposite of strongness, but it's not. And it's finally time for the lies to disappear and be exposed for what they are. The lies we've been telling us about us, but also the lies in the world that that make it seem as though the kind contributory creatures of the world are the powerless ones. No, kind contributory creatures are the power of a different possibility. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Dane, thank you so much for making time today. It's so awesome to spend some time with you and uh, to share in this awesome energy soup of happiness and access and woo! Um, <laughs> you can learn more about Dane and Access Consciousness at drdanehere.com. And I'll have lots of information in the show notes. We'll have information in our private anxiety slayer group. And you can ask me questions. Obviously, uh, 
I think this would be such a gift to give yourself and you are such a gift to the world and everybody that you support, Dane. Thank you. Thank you. I am. Thank you for that acknowledgement. And I thank you for being such a phenomenal source of lightness. Thank you.